There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, this is Tyler Jones, and you're listening to the Element Podcast. What's happening, all my woods people? I am currently sitting here in a chair, and it's not pink, in Sulphur Springs, Texas, and uh, I'm, I'm alone today, uh, physically, but on the phone, everybody's favorite co-host, KC Smith, what's happening, dude? Oh, just uh, driving home from a hunt, wishing my chair was pink. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. dude. So, currently, <laughs> you, uh, you're living in a different area these days, so you can't... Uh, you can't just like chill here for a while and make it home quickly. You got a pretty good haul. Oh yes, it I do. It is. Uh, there was good things and bad things about mine and my wife's move, and this is one of the bad ones that <laughs> we are far away. But one day when you get moved, we'll be back close again. Yeah, I know, dude. I'll be closer, and I mean, maybe you'll move back closer to where I move. Yeah, who who knows? I who mean, knows? These are young times, exciting times in our lives, let me tell you. They sure are, man. I mean, <laughs> just being Christmas is, is uh, exciting enough. Oh, I know it. There's just There's... The, the Christmas spirit is in the air. Yeah, yeah. So uh, right now you're um, you're hunting, or you were hunting, so you're on your way back. Yeah. What's the report, dude? Well, uh, there's deer in the woods, Tyler. Well, not many sometimes. The... No, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Depends on how broad the woods is, you know. Well, if the woods means all woods, then yes, there's a lot of deer out there. Being that it's evening, maybe all the deer are in the fields, so they may I not. I think that's what happened. They may not be in the woods, you know. Yeah. Well, so where I went is a place I've talked about before. You know, you and I haven't been over to this spot yet this year, but today I kind of didn't know I was going to be off work and kind of randomly. The guy I was working for actually kind of had a health issue today, but he's fine. But uh, 
I called him. He's like, Hey, we better not go out there today. It's like, Oh yeah, probably not. So <laughs> anyways, I, uh, I had like one of those just bonus sporadic hunts that you just aren't planned for and you don't know what to do. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, it's 75 degrees, but I have time to hunt. We only have three weeks left of the season. I need to hunt. So I decided to uh, load everything up and go do a hanging hunt, uh, solo, uh, at the place where I used to hunt and go check all that out and go on the big long walk with 60 pounds of junk and uh it was quite the adventure tell you that much uh well first of all i think it's hilarious that there was so many people complaining in like early november that it was like 60 degrees in their territory oh my gosh i know man dude it has been smoking hot up here it's basically christmas and we're getting 70, mid 70 degree temps, you know, like, and, you know, oh. I mean, I know it's Texas, but our deer still don't like to move when they've got their winter coat on and it's 75 degrees, you know? Oh, exactly. They're still going to wait till late or even dark to move. Yeah. And I guarantee you back in November, like during rut days for us, you know, like say November 15th, I would have like given someone 20, a $20 bill per hunt to tell me that it was going to be less than 60 degrees that day you know <laughs> yeah yeah because i'm pretty sure we were hunting like some 80 degree days down here oh dude, it was yeah it was pretty brutal for a while there yeah. which i guess it still is we haven't had much cold weather this year overall um and i feel like that's been been kind of a tough thing for us i got a lot of thoughts going through my head but uh i mean i guess finish out what you were what you were trying to say there i didn't mean to cut you off i know you're kind of finishing oh, your hunt up there but it's all right the, those anecdotes are nice uh well so i mapped it out and from the entry point i was going to use it was going to be like two and a half miles back to this spot so i was mentally prepared for this you know and then i put on uh my stand and my sticks and load up my backpack and then i'm no longer mentally prepared because it's super heavy <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. but nonetheless i, I did it anyways um, and, uh, take out, leave the vehicle, go walking down this like pretty easy walking trail. And I'm like making an Instagram post cause like I'm Mr. Social media. Uh-huh. And lo and behold, I make it like 200 yards down the road and realize I don't have a bow. Oh <laughs> my gosh. So you can tell where my focus was at this moment. Yeah. And you're going to hanging uh, hunt. That's right. You weren't going to hang and kill. That's right. Man. Yeah. I was going to just go lay down some hardcore B-roll on some stuff, which dude, I did. It. I got, dude, I got a good clip of the squirrel. Let me tell you. Dad gun, But dude. anyway, I had to turn around and go get my bow. And on that 200 yard walk back, I like refocused myself and I was like gotten the straight up. You seen, have you seen, um, like the movie predator when Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, <laughs> puts the mud on his face at the end like he changes like he's like i'm gonna be the predator you know like dude, that's what i did uh, yeah i haven't seen it i'm sorry if, oh to anybody that, i know dude i mean <laughs> you know you're not a movie guy these days and i'm yeah. not either and i wasn't back in the day either so i just never have been a movie guy and i'm sorry like it pretty much any movie reference if it isn't sandlot like i probably haven't seen it anyways uh make the long you know start out on my long trek and i'm headed back and i'm seeing decent deer sign and then there's no human like fresh sign because that rain happened a couple days ago and 
there's no human tracks. So I'm like, oh, this is good. There's deer tracks here and there and everywhere. Well, uh, it's not like great deer habitat there. And it's not like where I wanted to be. It's pretty close to the entrance. So I just keep on pushing back. And I, uh, I get back to this spot that you and I had, had scouted in the past. Um, and it looks pretty good, man. There's like deer hair on the fence. And I am looking around, liking it. Well, I see a set of sticks in a tree, mm. like climbing sticks. I'm like, dang it. And it's those uh, a cheap old Walmart ones that you leave in the tree or whatever. And this guy... Like, he was, like, double-stacked them. I think there was, like, six of them. So, he was, like, up there, like, Dang. 35 feet or something like that. I know he got way up there. Must, but must be watching us. There. I guess he's, like, he's like sort of hanging hunting because he is hanging his stand every time he goes in. He just right. leaves the sticks. Right. Um, so, but, is he legal? Yeah, so, um, you know, I don't know. I don't what, either. What, what really defines stand on public land is yeah. a good question. Yeah. You have to be standing in it for it to be a stand. Uh, and I sit it, in it. And I mean, I it. suppose that would be the thing. So <laughs> maybe I can leave my stand up all the, all year if I'm not standing in it. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't but, know either. <laughs> anyways, I uh, I push on, and I kind of have a destination in mind, which I talked to you about this earlier. Like I knew that I was going to walk past some good stuff and go to this destination and see what it looked like and then turn around if need be if i didn't like it mm-hmm. and i'm pushing on to this destination and i start seeing more and more human signs and less and less and i'm like probably a mile and three quarters back in there and there literally is enough shiny things like those little thumbtack things yeah on the trees to get you more lost than help you <laughs> Like they're everywhere. And I, I don't understand like that and flagging tape like this dude, whoever's back there hunting. And I, I don't, I couldn't tell how fresh it was. You know, it might've been like from earlier in the year or last year or something. I don't know, but he had a flagging party back there. It has no GPS, man. He's scared. I of guess, lost. man. I, that's how you like, you, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to say anything mean about anyone, but <laughs> it might be a, a, uh, a person older than us who's back there doing that. Yeah, it's definitely just, could. You know, yep. Guys that I feel like our age, and y'all let me know if I'm wrong, but I feel like how many people use their cell phone? That's actually what I want to know. I, y'all uh, get on the Facebook page or whatever and tell us how many people use your phone for navigation or if you go old school. But anyways, I'm using my phone. So I'm navigating back and I start seeing all this human sign. And then I finally get to like the area of my destination, not the specific tree I'd picked out, but the area. And it's really hoggy. I mean, there's hog sign everywhere and big hog tracks too. I'm like, is that a calf? And no, <laughs> yeah. it's a it's a hog. Like, and I didn't really hear any hogs back there, but you, you can just tell when things are. You know, there's hog hair all over the fence. It's muddy and you smell them. Yeah, yeah, you can smell them, and it just wasn't great. So I pushed on through and went to the tree that I was thinking about hanging in. And first of first off, the tree what. Well, wasn't near as straight as what i thought it was Mm -hmm. because i couldn't remember seeing it so it wasn't a great tree to hang in and so i'm looking around i go up and down um this little area kind of trying to find a tree and i just i didn't have a good feeling about any of it and i was like you know what i passed some stuff earlier that i knew like looked pretty good and i know deer use and i hadn't even like seen really sign that deer were using this area too much mm-hmm. i mean there's some tracks but not not like convincing so as even though like in the past that place was just awesome man i mean it was so good mm-hmm. but i think that since then 
there's been a lot more human pressure back then. Like when I was hunting in 2013, like it was money, but I don't know. Anyways, hmm. I, I, uh, I, I decided to walk about a mile back the other direction and ended up hanging and hunting, um, in a pretty good spot. I mean, it was like a, a funnel to a food source and, uh, um, there should have been like two drainages kind of coming together right there and deer should have been coming right there underneath me. And, uh, so I, like behind me was private, you know, a ways off and I could see out kind of in the open fields over there. And, uh, I saw some deer that had come out pretty early for how warm it was. They came out probably five o'clock or so. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they were 800 yards away or something like that, you know, way off. And, uh, never had anything come out underneath me, man. Saw well, a lot of squirrels. I think yeah. that uh, this spring we're going to, have to do some squirrel hunting Dude. because everywhere we go, there are squirrels. I know. Going berserk. I've been thinking about it a lot, man. Um, and I've got uh, I've got this book um, cookbook that has like a a three meat like stew recipe called like Kentucky Burgoo or something like that. Ooh. Um, and it looked like I mean I hadn't looked into recipe much, but I know it's got like take they usually do like three plus meats in it. And I was thinking yeah. whitetail. <laughs> Wild hog and squirrel, and those are oh, three things man. we can make happen out there. The, the white tail would be the hardest though. thing for sure, though. <laughs> yeah, you know, you got to kill a white tail to uh, have some white tail meat, and I have yet to do that. <laughs> yeah, well, you've been uh, been doing a good job laying down some some uh, quality film, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, we're gonna have all kinds of B roll shots. Yeah, yeah, well, we have a like hard drive full of B roll, man. <laughs> I think we actually should just probably write B-roll on it, you know? Yeah, that's true. And, the, and then maybe we can have an A-roll uh, thumb drive that's like a two gig. There you go. Now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's the end of my story. And then tonight is just a long walk back in the yeah, dark. Yeah. And I, part of the reason why, like, okay, if it had been good over there where I had originally planned, I'd have stayed. But I was looking at it and I was like, hey, I'm not convinced. And you know what? I can knock about... 15 or 20 minutes out of my walk tonight if i go ahead and walk that back right now mm-hmm. you know in the daylight and that's what i did because i would not i it's just not fun to walk out that far in the dark especially through stuff that you're not f- that familiar with yeah you know back when i was doing those all day sits back there all the time it was uh you know i could do it without a flashlight almost yeah but you uh, it's not that way now yeah you took us through there pretty fast one time i remember <laughs> and i was like how does he he's like yeah i've seen this tree like 400 times you know I'm like I, and the tree looks just like the other 1600 that are in here but uh yeah, yeah i i uh i remember you know a couple weeks ago on that last front that came through we were in a uh we actually took a, a pretty good road trip uh to a spot and um we were way back and i remember us how long it took us to get back to the truck just simply because um so many green briar and just stuff like that and then the dark it's just di- it's difficult to navigate man you know oh yeah the darkness even with a good headlamp i mean it adds double to your time almost it oh, yeah. seems like because like on the way in it was it was a pretty pretty easy walk you know but you just know hey there's a green briar thicket you know 10 yards in front of me i need to veer left and in the dark right. you can't do that Right, and then you know you don't know how far to veer left, so you go too far out of the way, and then you get off track, and you look at your map, and you're like, "Dang, gum it," you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely definitely uh, more difficult to do, and um, see, I you know because the reason I didn't get to go with you today was because I was uh, 
in in Dallas with uh, you know meeting up with the Jones side of the family and having a Christmas, and uh, we always I guess kind of meet there and do something you know an afternoon and eat lunch and everything a nice lunch and um, it's just that time of year where I've got like fourteen different facets of family that want to all you know have their own different Christmas party and it seems like we got something every day and you and I have been actually hunted uh about as much in the last couple of days separate from each other as uh we have the whole year nearly it seems yeah, like pretty much so i mean early season that we were splitting up some you know but that was <laughs> we almost were hunting just to be hunting in the early season dude to tell you the truth looking like, back at how it, hot it was oh yeah like we should have like sat around or not sat around, but like worked more and just yeah. waited on the good weather, yeah. you know, and we've talked about this next year. And, and don't get me wrong. People kill giant deer here in the early season, but uh, we didn't have any deer pinpointed as well as we thought we did. At least yeah, we didn't have the right and game plan. No, we and thought we did just next year. <laughs> yeah, for we sure. We did because well, we had a buck, you know, we had a, we had scar in uh, early August. We had, we knew where he was betting, like, pretty much habitually day in and day out just about yeah. and uh you know honestly we uh i guess we didn't put enough heavy weight on a heavy acorn crop that we got and yeah. you know we decided to hunt the bedding whereas uh we probably should have been hunting the nearest patch of oaks you know yeah so. yeah that's what we should have done for sure we missed out on some stuff but you live and learn man you yeah. know it's just it's just the way it goes who yeah. would have predicted i mean from what i understand across the nation this year has been one of the like best acorn crops uh or acorn depending on who you are um <laughs> uh probably the last 15 years i mean i can't really remember one that's been this good in a yeah. long time yeah and it's been so, good i mean there's there's a, a lot of them still on the ground the the uh like willow oaks and stuff are still yeah. got some stuff underneath and uh, I guess with this rain, it might finally chill it out, and you might get some deer on different food sources now, um, and hopefully moving uh, more during the day, trying to find these food sources as the those acorns have uh, you know started to rot and such. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we've we've hunted a lot uh, separately in the last couple of days, just for holidays and everything that's going on right now, and. Um, you know, I hunted last night, um, and it was same same conditions pretty much. It may have been a touch cooler. I think it was probably about seventy. Um, and um, yeah, I, anyway, I I took a, I think it's about two two thirds of the mile of a mile into this little spot, and um, we have a buck that's showing up there regular in the daytime. Well, I say regular. We've had two uh, trail camera card pulls in the last like. I don't know, over the last, like, two-plus weeks that have both failed. Um, one was a corrupt 16-gigabyte card full of files that wouldn't show. So that was fun. And then <laughs> move the camera uh, to try to, like, pattern the deer a little bit more accurately and maybe, you know, find something else new out and ended up putting it way up in a tree because I'm scared people are going to steal it. And... uh it was just windy a couple of days and set off a bunch of times in the middle of the day. So that wasn't cool, but I, I, uh, I hunted there and I felt really good about it. I got in pretty quiet for how quiet it was. I mean, we were forecasted to have like a four to five mile an hour wind out of the South west, which was setting up really good for this stand. And it ended up being good. 
but it was like no wind when I went in. It was hot. I was had had a t-shirt on, I still sweated going in and uh you know took it slow and everything but anyway got in there set up wasn't super high because i didn't want to get skylined and and uh also you know for shooting shooting lanes and stuff like that um and felt great about i was i got in there got quiet set up and i was real still for a long time just you know moving my head just a little at a time real slow and looking around and had a lot of vision and ended up seeing a deer uh you know, a couple hundred yards off on private, um, but didn't see, I mean, I barely could even see him. It was a little bitty buck. I could barely see and, uh, didn't see anything else the rest of the night except for Armadillo. So I was uh, a little bit frustrated with that, you know, and, and, um, I don't know, you're, uh, you're a real positive dude and I am, uh, I tend to get down about things a little bit more sometimes and, I've struggled lately because we have spent a lot of time out on public lands this year hunting deer uh, here in Texas. And, well, I mean, in other in other states as well, but, you know, in, in Texas especially, we spent a ton of time here. Um, and there's a lot of things that are frustrating me lately. Uh, one is that I'm sitting there yesterday going, I am supposed to have the right wind, but I just felt a Northwest hit me in the back of the neck at like five miles an hour, mm-hmm. you know, and like how many light variable winds can you possibly get during the season? You know, like we have sat so many light and variable winds this year. I know it, man. And that has been tough, man. We haven't had any good cold fronts to blow, you know, 15, 25 miles an hour, mm-hmm. um, which, yeah, it stinks to sit there, but you also tend to see more action and, and know that, like, I'm set up right, and so the deer coming through here, you know, are going to come through here, and I'm going to see them, whereas on a light and variable wind, <clears throat> especially in the thick stuff we hunt, you know, you could be set up correctly and getting the wind that you need the majority of the afternoon and then all of a sudden the wind switches as a deer's coming in he's 125 yards from you he smells you and you never see that deer you know you never knew that you missed that chance yeah you know that's i mean that's been you know i've been talking about this it's kind of i i never really realized how thick the stuff is that we hunt until I start looking at like our footage compared to, you know, other people's footage <laughs> yeah. around the nation, yeah, you know, and I'm not saying like one's better than the other or ours is tougher than theirs is. I'd love to be able to see better, but like you start like trying to get some footage of some bucks or something like that in East Texas, man, if they're not at 20 yards, you're not going to get good footage. You Dude. know, it's kind of crazy. We have, uh, think yeah. of, we, we've, think about how many places we sit that you can actually see a hundred yards. Oh yeah. And there's not many. And if there is one that you, you know, we sit that's that way. You, uh, it's like one direction and then every, you know, there's a 340 degrees around you that you can't see more than, you know, 40 or 50. Yes. I mean, and it's, I don't know, it's, it is a tough thing to not be able to see very far. And, um, you know, I, I don't know it, like you said, I don't know if it's better or worse or anything like that, but you definitely, um, you know, we've had several opportunities where we've had like decent bucks come through and like either we've had to like tell the camera, hey, uh, you know, we just saw a really good buck. I hope you believe <laughs> us, you know, or something. But like we don't, uh, we just haven't been able to get footage of a lot of the big bucks um, or decent bucks that have come through, you know. So mm-hmm. that's been tough. Um, 
another thing, you know, this is this is one thing I was thinking. This is kind of a little bit off subject, but um, another thing that um, I feel like you know we've noticed as being tough is the pigs have been like heavy um, players in like you know the our our success in seeing deer. You know, it seems like yeah. Um, the the other night we were sitting in one of our favorite stands and we had like these. I don't know how many pigs, but there was like a line of them cutting north and south, and we were planning on these deer coming from the west, and they just stayed there all afternoon. You could hear them screaming and hollering at each other and barking and stuff, and you're like, you know, this this deer, any deer coming from that direction is not going to come past okay. those pigs. Hold on just a second. You just used like three different uh, verbs that people normally don't associate with hogs <laughs> screaming, hollering, and barking. Dude, I mean, I don't know what else you call it, <laughs> oh, but they are making They're some making serious noise. And, and you know, I feel like that situation maybe not as extreme as what that night was, but it, that similar situations have played themselves out to where, okay, that afternoon, that was the same day that we saw the shooter and then the two little guys that went to our like at the base of our tree, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then as soon as those pigs moved in. We never saw nor heard another deer. Yeah, it got later. It was supposed to get better. You're supposed to see more yeah. deer towards dark, you know, and uh-huh. and nothing. And and then and, I was and, thinking about this earlier uh, when you were talking about where you were at tonight. You know, there, it's good habitat. Like, and what happens when the habitat starts growing in and getting good, like it needs to be, the hogs overtake it. You know, yeah. and then and now so now you know a few years ago there were deer in there. And now the hogs have just taken over because, you know, it's way back in there. There's not a whole lot. I mean, there's, you said there was some pressure there, but there's not a whole lot of people like going in there after the season hunting hogs, you know, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just too far to walk for hogs for a lot of people. And so uh, they're just taking over back there, you know? Yeah, that's um, right, man. And I mean, even earlier in the season, we were having the same issue and we went, you know, on that pretty long trip for that texas public land here a while back and had the same problem if you remember like that doe and and button that came in they were running from hogs yeah whenever they came in to the base of our tree you know we heard the hogs are like 80 yards and all this running starts happening and here comes these deer yeah and i mean it's apparent that the hogs are a clear issue yeah you know like it's it's it is a problem and i i don't know how how we combat that, man? Because I, I mean, either. population control on hogs doesn't work. I mean, it, it, it can, but it has to be intensive management, and we can't do that from the stand, mm-hmm. you know. So, and there's not really a good way to like hunt a non-hog area. Like, what does that look like right. here? You know oh, what I mean? Man. Oh, I'm gonna go up on the on the hills you know out of the bottoms because that's hogs don't go up there no they're up there eating acorns yeah i'm gonna go down to the bottom get away from hogs no they're down there eating mud you know like they just (laughs) they're they're everywhere yeah and it's it's almost like a a crapshoot yeah to uh if you're gonna have a good evening a good hunt or if you're gonna get hogged out yeah you know and that's that's been frustrating this year you know And, and like i was saying earlier we've we've set so many times you know like I don't know. There's a lot of things that go through my mind, but I look at it like this. Your normal guy is not hunting nearly as many times as we are. And I'm not saying we're not normal guys. I'm just saying that we have decided to like not make money this fall and (laughs) 
try to <laughs> crack down and see if we can figure some things out, you know, and, and hunt a lot. And I mean, that's a, that's a lifestyle choice that we make. And frankly, uh, I'm barely affording to get through Christmas because of it. And yeah. I'm sure a lot of these other guys out there have plenty of things that they like and want and that they are able to get around their house and, you know, and, uh, and that's just a lifestyle choice. Nothing wrong with it either way. I don't think, but, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying we have hunted a lot more than anybody else I know yeah. in my hunt circles have hunted this year as far as days go or sits in the stand. And currently we have shot one buck on public land and it was in a Midwestern state where deer tend to be a little easier to kill overall. I think the community would probably agree with me there. Um, well, let's, let, let's rephrase that a little bit. They're probably is a higher population and they're more patternable right yes so yes so more bed to feed pattern uh consistency and uh higher population per acre and yeah also still smart right and then also the ability to see them from distance uh helps you to like adjust adjust your stand the next day or whatever yeah where we were sitting there you know earlier we're talking about we couldn't see a hundred yards hardly anywhere and in the midwest you could see a mile in all directions. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> yes. So, you know, that's – that's uh, but, I mean, looking at it, I'm just like, you know, there are guys that kill deer out here, um, you know, in some of these places that are pretty consistent. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I'm not saying they do it every year, and I'm not sh- saying they – they may shoot a two-year-old that is, you know, 13 inches wide and kind of a junkie, you know, genetic mm-hmm. deer and nothing, you know – too crazy happy do it but and and that's, that's, i mean that's fine it's but it but it, i mean it doesn't it's not necessarily what we're after um, yeah you passed a heck of a deer this year so and that's kind of part of it like last year i could have shot pretty boy right you know yeah and this year i could have shot that deer mm-hmm. and i could have and now like this year like that would be what a lot of people would call a chip shot on that buck that oh, three-year-old yeah. Um, now pretty boy, that'd been a poke. That was like 42 yards. Yeah. You know, may, I may, may not have pulled it off, but either way, like I could have punched tags both years, but I, I consciously made a decision not to, and that yeah. might be foolish on my part, but I enjoy hunting. Right. And I heard, uh, I think Brian Call said this the other day on, on the Green Bell podcast. Like he was like, you know, I'm, I'm reluctant to shoot sometimes because I enjoy hunting. Right. I enjoy being out there. And when I feel a tag, I don't get to hunt anymore. And I feel the same exact way. And, uh, you know, I realize if, if I shoot something, then you're still hunting, but like, it's still fun for, I don't know. It, I, I like to film and I also like to hunt. Yeah. You know, I like to do both things. Oh, and me too. When you, when you have the, like the feeling that, okay, I'm going to film this morning and then we're going to go to my stand this afternoon and I'm, we're going to, I'm going to hunt. Like, that's a lot of fun. I really enjoy that dynamic. And when I shoot something, I don't get to hunt anymore. Right. You know, it's just plain and simple. Yeah. I mean, and there's, that's definitely, that's a big upside to it for sure. Um, you know, it's just, uh, I mean, you know, we talked about it early this week in a, in a different matter, but you know, we're, uh, we're both struggling financially right now, um, yeah. because we haven't worked very much cause we've been, um, we've been hunting so much. And so there, you know, that's just one thing that starts to weigh on you when you do, you know, you've been out hunting and then, you know, well, let me justify this to my wife. Like, uh, yeah, we're just sitting in the woods for like 42 days a year, you know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, not, not really seeing much, you know? And, yeah. and, and that's kind of one thing I guess that is the, is another, you know, it's, it's like the bigger concept that's kind of a drag. Um, sometimes is like you go out there, you work your tail off, you do everything right. You, you, 
you play the wind correctly, you've got a perfect wind in your mind. It's going back over a creek, you know, and we just don't have the deer numbers, probably because of the hogs taking up so much good habitat. We just don't have the deer numbers here to really, um, like see deer every time we go out. I mean, we're, we're going out on like pretty decent days, like cool days and sometimes not seeing deer Sure. Uh, I mean, in places that like have, we've had cameras up, we've seen good deer, we've seen several deer. And so, um, you know, that starts to kind of weigh on you and you, and, and, you know, I'm sitting there in the stand yesterday and I'm like, well, I'm, I, I, it's getting late and I hadn't seen a deer other than the one way off on private, you know, and, you know, I, I'm hunting these deer like I think I should hunt them. But, like, am I am I just not a – am I a good hunter even? Like, I don't even know at this point. <laughs> at the, I'm, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny, but at the same time, like, I'm sitting here going, like, is it pompous of me or cocky of me to think that I'm a pretty good hunter because I killed a deer, uh, you know, on a bed-to-feed pattern in Midwest, but I can't, like – I personally have not been close enough to a shooter to shoot it this year when I had a bow in my hand. And other than that, we had one shooter. We've had one shooter um, that, I mean, essentially has been passed. I guess we had another deer uh, pretty close to us that we we couldn't get a shot shot at. But, you know, like it's been two, really. There's the two other deer that we couldn't get shots at. Well, leader was within range we couldn't get a shot the other other buck was you know i guess 60 yards was the closest he ever got but yeah anyways yeah i mean it's it's, you know i'm just saying you know like we've hunted a lot of hunts yeah um i i mean i could we've we've nearly documented all of them i mean we've had we've got video footage but i don't know that we kept footage from every hunt because i mean I'm not going to make a PLC out of a hunt where we sit there and explain why we're doing this and that. And then we don't see anything, you know, <laughs> I know. I mean, thanks for the explanation guys. The yeah. next time I want to go sit in a tree and not see anything, I'll do that. <laughs> it's the truth. You know, we're like, we're, I mean, we're giving it a lot right now. You know, I just want to be honest with everybody as we always try to be. And, and, you know, I, I start to, I start literally have questioned like, you know, maybe, Maybe I I know I have a lot to learn, but maybe I have more than I think to learn. Maybe, you know, do I really know this stuff? And, you know, hopefully in the next week or so, like we both lay some tags down and and I go, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel good about my, you know, confidence. But like, you know, it was, it was waning a little bit this summer. And then we found that corner spot that we talked about, you know, with the bucks on it after I made an assumption or a hypothesis about where, uh, that that would be a place deer were at. And then, you know, I felt pretty good. I was like, ah, oh, maybe I do. I'm starting to learn my stuff out here, you know. And then uh, going into this season, we have we really hadn't – didn't see a whole lot of action there, even though we did have a shooter buck uh, on that camera a couple times. But, you know, it's just – it's so up and down out here, I feel like, in, in, yeah. in Texas. And the funny thing is, like, the culture, man, we, we've probably talked about this a few times, and we probably will talk about it more, but the culture – for people outside of Texas is like game rich environment. You know, it's like, yeah, that's where I'm going to shoot things. You know, there's hogs and deer Mm -hmm. everywhere. And, uh, most of the places that we hunt, not just because they're public, but because they're in the Eastern half of the state are not like what people are seeing on TV shows. You you see the bone collector crew and come down here and smoke a bunch of deer or the heartland bow hunter crew come down here and smoke a bunch of deer. They are typically west or south of the DFW Metroplex, you know? Sure. Uh, well, dude, think about this. You can fit four Iowas in the state of Texas. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. When people talk about tech, like, and I'm not saying that uh, it's justified or anything, but, like, 
I think we should just stop talking about things in, as states in general, because yeah. like there's parts of Iowa that are really bad. I'm sure for a deer hunting. Well, yeah, well, maybe not bad as it is here, but you know what I mean. But like, take for instance, okay, take a state like, okay, take a state like Nebraska. Uh-huh. All right, I think there's parts of Nebraska that aren't even inhabited by whitetails, and then there's parts of Nebraska that are really, really good. Yeah, and then you've right? got like sand hills on one side and then on the other side you've got what the uh is it the missouri river that goes down the side there uh, uh major river mississippi. system mississippi river okay so and then you've got i think that's like a lot of farm country and like uh you know just ag stuff all over and river river bottom stuff and then you know, like obviously turns into like almost desert you know on the yeah, west side exactly. of the state and, and so you take that you know, that varied habitat of states like that multiply it times four, and that's what you got in Texas. And I'm not yeah. justifying what we have, but you can't just use the thing, the phrase like, oh, in Texas. Yeah. And just like you can't use the phrase, oh, in Kansas, or oh, right. in Iowa, or oh, in Minnesota. That's a good one. You know, our buddy <laughs> Alex Comstock, you know, like southern Minnesota, it's, it's ag country. You go up north and like... There is nothing but like pine big or, woods. you know, big, big conifers, yeah. mature forest. Yeah. You know, it's just uh, using states to define, you know, deer quality is not how it works. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's all to be more like, of like uh, echo regions. Yes, exactly. Like a echo region. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you there. I mean, um, and it frustrates us, obviously, we're talking about it. It frustrates us because everybody we talk to is, you know, we talk to somebody about, um, you know, calling deer or something like that. And they may be like, you know, it's, it's nothing like it is down there in Texas. And we're like, well, actually, if you knew where we hunted, you would, <laughs> and you came out there with us, you would be shocked at how, uh, frustratingly difficult it can be sometimes, you know, um, sure. I mean, we talked to John the other day about rattling and, and I mean, honestly, where he's hunting, we can get to Iowa in the same amount of time. Yes, that's exactly right. You it's know? the same amount of time. It's um, crazy to so think that. It's a different world away. It's not the same country. It's not the deer different. They're more dense, you know. And mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, like okay, well, we spooked three bucks in that calling set. We called in seven, you know, because they didn't yeah. come in downwind. And we don't have ten bucks on most of the properties we hunt. You know? Oh yeah. Well, you think about like the other day whenever we rattled in that buck, like it was a big deal. Oh yeah. To me, yeah. Like. Well, dude, we rattled in a deer, you know, like, <laughs> and I've done it in South Texas. Like I've done, I've been there when you rattle in 12 deer in a day, but like to do it here on public land, it's like, oh my gosh, yeah. did that really just happen? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was cool. it's just a, it's a different thing altogether, but I don't I, know. We, I, we're going way down a wormhole. Oh here. yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm just kind of, I guess my whole point, we are going down some, some rabbit trails here, but my whole point is that, man, I have struggled mentally lately to believe, you know, have that confidence. Remember we talked, we had a, what was it? Constructing confidence. One of our episodes, uh, probably towards the end of the, or the beginning of the year. Um, you know, it's just been, I'm not, I'm not constructing confidence very well right now. I've, I'm, uh, (laughs) struggling with as many times as we've been out and as few deer as we've seen, as few opportunities as we've had to, uh, you know, even, uh, draw back the bow on a doe you know which we've tried we've wanted to do um you know it's just been been hard for me to believe that like like am i hunting these deer wrong what am i am i doing something wrong and i know there are people out there listening to this stuff um thinking the same thing Uh, there has to be you know i mean we're looking for information to help us here um 
So like going into these last couple weeks, I need Mr. Positivity to give me some <laughs> reasons why, you know, like help me out here, man. I mean, all right, dude, are you calling for a pump sesh? Because calling, I can give you a pump sesh. I'm calling for a pump sesh, dude. Like right. one of my favorite things in the world to do is have a pump here sesh. It is Tyler. Here okay. it is. Okay. All right. The best thing. Well, not that we're going to say the best for last. Okay. 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 But I mean, of course, right. That's a cliche yep. and right thing to do. You always eat the um, crust off the pop tart first. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So one thing we got going for us. All right. Is that we have like, this is the longest deer season we've had in like forever. Okay. Last year, the season ended on like the first or the 31st. I can't remember this year. It ends on the seventh. And then we've got, uh, muzzleloader after that, that we might try to explore some options in too. But like, we still get like another week on the end of things this year. And mm-hmm. think about what we found out in that last week yeah. last year. You know, I'm pretty sure you found teenager that week, if I'm not mistaken, or um, it was very close to that. Well, I put the camera out in, in January. I uh-huh. can't remember exactly when. But yes, it was very close to that last week it's when I very close to that last week, right? Yeah, so, I mean, it, I, when he would have been getting picked up, I think it was like yeah. middle January or latter end of Jan- January, week three or something. When I checked the actual camera, and think about it this way: if if it hadn't, if that had been season, instead of going in there and hanging a camera because you thought it looked good, you might have would have went in there and hunted because it looked good, right? Right? Yeah. So there's something they got going for that for you there. We got an extra week. And you know what's cool about that week and the days leading up to it? Could be cold. That week, it's <laughs> going to be – our temperatures are predicted to be, like, the best they've been all year. All right. And I know that, like, the rut is mid-November. Like, I get it. Down here in Texas, it's different. When it's cold, the bucks are on their feet. That's mm-hmm. just how it works. They're going to be out looking because you've got those cycling in all the time. It's just – it's a constant thing, right? Mm-hmm. And, like – starting christmas day and the days thereafter like the next week and you know who knows what the you know 14 days from now what it's going to be like but we're going to have some cool days and we need to be in the stand as much as possible yeah i mean because a christmas present in the form of a big buck wouldn't be a bad idea you know i know it dude (laughs) my goodness i just want one of us to kill one this year in texas that's it yeah i know i'm the same way it don't matter if it's me i mean i've already uh, frankly like i've i've killed two deer this year i've had a great year um and i'm probably being a little baby by complaining but you know i just i'm just (laughs) like we you know you want to put if you put in a lot of work to something like you want that to pay off you have a lot of passion like instilled into that and and you just want it to pay off and um you know shooting a doe uh on a stand that i set three different times you know yeah i mean I mean, I I definitely, you know, put in some hours with mosquitoes biting the crap out of me, you know. But, like, when you have hunted this long on this property, and technically I didn't take a bow out there last year. Yeah. Um, and so I hunted, you know, like f- several days out there with you last year. And I had then, to prove to you that it was worth hunting public land yeah, in Texas. <laughs> yeah, and, and show me the ropes and stuff, man. I learned a lot. And then, you know, all the postseason scouting and stuff, the miles and miles. I mean, we would go out and put six, seven, eight miles in, you know, one day, just, you know, basically like a half day uh, walking out there, finding stuff. We were looking for pigs. We didn't hardly shoot any pigs last year because um, we were moving so much. But, 
you know, just like all that time. And then now, you know, you get to the season, you get all amped up, and then, uh, you know, you hunt however many sits we've sat this year and have a lot of trouble getting on them. You know, it just it, it starts to get to the point where you're like, you're doubting yourself a little bit. So, you know, I'm, you make some good points. Like, and I definitely, we've talked about, we talked about this in the beginning, you know, the light and variable winds that's coming because it's usually hot, muggy, you know, still, and, and we're going to get some cold and some North winds here mm-hmm. pretty soon that, I mean, and we've seen on our trail cameras, they've lit, lit up like on cold front roll in days. You that's know? right, man. Um, I mean, even in cold. early November, uh, if we'd have been sitting, it was the day we went to, uh, Kansas, we had, yeah. uh, we had leader moving through like our shooting lane on camera. That Falling day. a doe. Yeah. Right. That's a great. During the day. So, yeah. um, you know, I mean, it definitely shows, I actually, there have been, I've had like three shows this year. Um, and, and they've like, it seems like every one of them has been on one of the best days that we've had weather wise this year. <laughs> I mean, I know two of them have and, mm-hmm. um, and, and I, then the other time we were in Kansas, which yes, I'm not complaining, yes. you know, but and so one of them was like the 18th or 16th or something like that. And, um, there, it was a Northeast wind, which is what I need to kill teenager, teenager. And, mm-hmm. and is that and, when he was there? Yes. He was on camera yeah. that afternoon in there. The yeah. front rolled in in the middle of the day, and he was there that afternoon. And That's like, the other thing. All the fronts we yes. had, they all come in at night. Yes. They don't have those, like, midday temperature changes when it's like, oh, let's go. Dude, we've had, we've had like, one or two come in, like, cool fronts yeah. come in there the day. And every other – it doesn't matter if it's a light cold front, a, a hard one. Like, it has come in in the night. And so another thing is you're doing a ton of morning hanging hunts. Um and oh, those are tough. I need some sleep. Exactly. <laughs> so you know that can kind of that can kind of work on you for sure. But um, yeah, you know I I don't know. It's it's it seemed like a lot of things that haven't gone our way, and maybe it it's all building up to pay off to at the end of the season and make for an incredible story and incredible you know just yeah passionate emotional you know outpouring whenever it happens and and that's you know that's cool right there if that's the way it goes and if it doesn't. Well, uh, maybe we learned a lot and we slam them next year. You know, I don't know. I'll tell you what, man, the best, like the best for last that I was saving a while ago. Yeah. Here it is. You ready? I'm ready. Either way, whether I let loose an arrow this year or not, this is still being my best hunting season yet. I believe mm-hmm. I hundred percent believe that man. And because you and I have been out in the woods so much, like our friendship has grown We've seen so much, learned so much about honey and been in the woods a ton and compound that with you having success, you know, I don't know, on our out of state trip and Brennan getting to shoot a bull elk in Colorado and us having so many crazy encounters and how good that went and just all the preseason and postseason from last year and taking a trip to Iowa and going scouting like, dude, this is the best season yet. and. Whether we kill something or not, I learned a ton, and I still love it. Man. Yeah. I still oh, me eat too. It up. I do too, man, for sure. Like, I I can't tell you guys how many times we've sat in the stand, just like, man, I just 
how cool would it be to do this every day? You know, like, yes. is there a way that we could do this every single day? And we, we almost have to our wives dismay, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, like I really, really, uh, would love to do that. I, I, I just think it's too, too cool. I love being out there. I love learning about deer and seeing what they're doing. And the thing is like you, you know, and this is, I guess, another thing that's kind of a pick me up or could be, but, uh, you know, you can learn a lot about deer and they're not, they're still going to surprise you. I feel like, you know, I mean, yeah. you got guys out there that are, you know, typically trying to sell something that will tell you how much they know about deer and how, and they'll talk in, in absolutes. And, and, uh, I just know that they, I know they know a lot and I know they stay on deer regular, but I just, I just know they get surprised too, and they probably don't say anything about it because they don't want to ruin their reputation, sure. which is fine. I mean, you gotta, if you're making money off and making a living off of it, I understand. But, um, anyway, I, I just think that you, as much as I ever will learn about them, they're always going to surprise me. And I'll and, tell you uh, what, dude, I, I don't want to ever have them completely figured out. No, me neither. I never want to get there, man. And, and I want it, I want it to be like, Okay, I'm going to go off the deep end a little bit. Like, you know, we as Christians, we we strive to be sinless, but we'll never get there because we're not Christ, right? Right. right. And it's the same thing with deer. Like, I want to learn everything I can and try to figure them out, but I'll never really get there. Yeah. I, I hope I don't. You know, I don't like, think you will. I mean, they're just, yeah. they're a wild animal. It's one of the wiliest creatures in the whole world. They, they, do, they don't do things that make sense. I mean, you've got gigantic old deer that, uh, you know, show up doing something stupid, you know, or whatever. They they get hit by cars, you know, and even though sure they know to stay away from that highway, you know, I mean, yeah. Uh, well, there's a reason that there's a 200 pound megafauna running around out there and like coexisting with that with with humans. You know right. what I mean? Like they they're smart. They know how to live. They know how to adapt. And I don't care if it's the latest and greatest camo ozone technology whatever you have that you think is like getting one up on a deer one of these days they're going to figure out that like hey that smell of ozone that means something or something <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I don't, they haven't done it yet but like they're smart they're going to figure things out that's why they look in the trees you know like deer don't no, naturally look up right you know yeah I but mean, they figured out that we're up there yeah and that's i mean that's a bit of inspiration to know that and and i i love it too man i mean for sure and and I think, you know, the hardest part for me is just uh, the struggles that we've had this year. But, um, you know, I I just need to make sure and focus down, I guess, as we get out. You know, one thing that's been tough is like in this moment and having some like warm days lately, I'm like starting to get this fishing fever, you know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, hold on a second. <laughs> hold oh, on I know a second. it. Um, I listen. I, I listened to a fishing podcast the other day. And I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's we're still trying to kill a deer, you know. So yeah. um, anyway, I, I and I mean, I'm not. I don't take it too serious to the point where like I'm going to burn myself out because we don't kill something. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not relying on that to like make me something in somebody else's eyes or anything. But I do, you know, I do want to see my work uh, you know, pay off in one way or another. And I know it may not do it every year, but, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, hopefully we can get out there, stay focused the rest of the year. I think it's a lot easier to stay focused when it's cool outside too, you know? So yeah, that'll help. And I mean, honestly, um, like you were saying, you know, we've, we've had a lot of good, <laughs> good laughs in the tree, you know, and, um, honestly, we've gained a ton of new followers and listeners and friends this fall. 
Um, so, you know, if that one of those is you, thank you for just checking in on us and, and, uh, you know, being a friend or a follower, whatever it might be. I, I can't tell you from the bottom of my heart, and I know KC's too, and just thank you guys for for keeping tabs on us. And, and uh, I hope you guys are enjoying what we're what putting out there for you guys. We just try to be honest and, and uh, you know, hopefully you guys can kind of see, see that and uh, maybe that's what you guys are enjoying. So um, I don't know. I, I would say – that if somebody was to email or message me a bit of inspiration to get through these next couple of weeks, I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> hate it at all, man. I mean, yeah, I do. Well, we actually got a piece of inf- or inspiration uh, in an email recently from a we, friend, and that was cool. We did, man. James from Washington, uh, he he was very complimentary. Thanks for your message, James. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, and then the reviews we've been getting lately on the podcast really make us feel good. You yeah. know, lets us know we're we're on the right track with things. Yep. You know, sometimes when you feel like you're on the wrong track with deer, at least you feel like you're on the right track with talking about nonsense. <laughs> 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 yeah. But no, really, like, thanks thanks a ton, guys. Yeah. Thank you all for following along with our season, and uh, I hope you've learned something because I know we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, man, I just uh, – I don't know. It's It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun doing this, and, and I can't wait to – to wrap up the season strong. Yeah, for sure, man. And yeah. you know, speaking of those those kind reviews, uh, just a quick little plug. Uh, the shirt giveaway for the Element shirt is still still going on. So that's right. When you Christmas hear Eve. this, yeah, when you hear this, we'll be uh, Christmas Eve is when we announce it. So as soon as you hear this, go give us a review and and uh, maybe you have a chance of winning that. And thank you for doing that. If so, that's um, right. So, so anything else? Any concluding well, thoughts? <laughs> Not really. Just, uh, just. I hope that everyone who hears this has just the best Christmas ever. I hope you get to see all your family, all your friends, and give them all big hugs and just get real fat one day, and then get out on some public land somewhere and walk it all off. Burn the next it all day. off. Yeah, that's right. And yep. uh, you know, it's it's Christmas for a reason. And you and I are both Christians, and we believe that the reason we celebrate this time of year is because a savior came was born on earth and then died for our sins. And that's Mm. why it is Christmas. So everybody have a Merry Christmas. Enjoy, enjoy your family and friends. And I hope you get all the cool new hunting gadgets that (laughs) you wanted. Yeah. And, and just to add on to that, man, uh, you know, I don't want to, we don't want to get too preachy or anything, but if you, uh, you know, if, if you don't know much about what we're talking about when it comes to Christmas and, Christianity and stuff like that, and you're inquisitive, you don't know Jesus, uh, feel free to reach out to us, man. Send us an email, send us a message. You can send an email through our website, or you can send a message on Facebook. Um, and, you know, I don't know if this thing ever takes off, we may not be able to answer everybody's questions, you know, or whatever. But as of right <laughs> now, yeah, we should be able to get to all your questions at some point pretty soon. So, like, if you got something, man, you want to talk about that stuff, I know for a fact Casey and I would, would love to chat with you about that sometime so uh anyway uh, so i've i've pretty much casey said it said it all merry christmas to you guys and god bless you as you go through the holidays be safe traveling around and if uh, you're in the same boat as us finish strong uh and and uh maybe send me some inspiration to finish strong as well so uh, i think we'll see you guys maybe one more time before the new year if not happy new year and uh remember this is your element living it
Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight. Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit MarketHouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY. You ever get that feeling the walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating you? You crave some wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe in a spot all your own. Well, head over to Land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, streams, you name it. Search by acreage. You can search by location. You can search by the kind of hunting and fishing you're dreaming of. Land.com. It is where the adventure begins.